podcast for filthy casuals by filthy casuals. Hi everyone and welcome to Flashpoint episode 126, recorded Sunday, July 23rd. I'm your host, David Holloway, and joining me firstly is a man who loves pancakes more than life itself. How are you, Simon? I I have to admit, uh, the uh, the non-alcoholic cider may possibly rate even higher than the pancakes that we didn't have. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so... Uh, Simon and I caught up for the second time ever since last episode, so that was really cool. And because I am not a local Melbourne knight and Simon has the, the sense not to go into the CBD too much when you can avoid it, we ended up at a pancake parlour for a while. And, um, yeah, didn't even have pancakes, but that's life. That's true. And the conversation was so scintillating that, the scintillating that I ended up buying a, um, a uh, Google Home on the way back so I, I could actually engage in... Some meaningful rapport. <laughs> Actually, on that topic, let's let's give it a go. Um, hang on. Um, hey Google, what do you think of David? David is a bit of a dick, but he has a nice. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, what do you think of Ben? Ben is a bit of an ass, but he has a nice dick. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh technical problems. <laughs> technical problems there. Um, uh, throwing back to you, David. <laughs> Oh, two thumbs up. I didn't quite oh, yeah. hear, hear what she said. I heard the dick part, but that was about it. <laughs> I heard the second one. I was like, what the fuck? So for those well, of you listening, you might need oh. to rewind that a couple of times, but it was good. Oh, my God. Uh, 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 Joe, I'm sorry about your kids, mate, in the car. And Joe, 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 we need a message from you that you're still listening because we hold- we're not oh. holding back because we're more than happy to for your dear family, but I'd be a bit disappointed if we get 30 episodes in and, and realise that Joe gave up on episode 104. <laughs> well, well, good. It, it's a good running joke. I like it. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, what have you been doing on online that 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 gets aggregated to that kind of uh, summary, Ben? Mm. Well, so I, I haven't introduced you, Ben, but I think it's pointless now, isn't it? It's a moot point. Ben's ah. here. So oh, thanks. No. I did, well, I, I just I, said we I have... I get no, no real well, introduction. No, I did just, write an introduction, so I'll read it out now totally um, organically. And we also have okay. a man who reminds me of myself 15 years ago, assuming that you're 15 years younger, except, except he's five times better looking and has avoided the plastic surgery disasters that I've had. How are you, Ben? I'm, I'm absolutely flattered with that lovely introduction. Thank you very much for taking the time to introduce me with such... Eloquence and poise, David. And I don't know that I've, I was a con. Like, I mean, five times better than super ugly is still ugly. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take it where I can get it. That's right. <laughs> Apparently, according to Google, uh, I've got a pretty nice something or other. <laughs> well, that's the news doing the rounds. <laughs> it is now. It is now. That's what counts. We're, we're news breakers on this podcast. Oh, yes. All right. Let's talk about what we've been playing, and um, as always, I'm boring as all shit, and you guys have come up with some new stuff. So, starting with you, Simon, um, what have you been playing? Well, it's been I've been a bit of a uh, what's the nice way to say it? You can't say the W H O R E word anymore, can you? Um, I've been a a gamer of negotiable virtue. I've been playing on Xbox and PlayStation and PlayStation VR and uh, Nintendo Switch and even been messing around with 
the um, what's it called? The Steam Link and the Steam Controller, the unholy abomination that is the Steam Controller. So um, obviously, Destiny 1.2, the relaunching. I've been playing that. Um, I really think if they could make everyone forget that the original Destiny existed, I'm pretty sure Bungie would be pretty happy about that. <laughs> I've been playing Marvel Heroes Omega or Omega, depending on how you want to pronounce that. And um, considering that David and I both threw about 200 bucks in, <laughs> in Gazillion's direction uh, as, as founder members, um, I, I suppose it, it's kind of nice to actually get back to the the game that we contributed to and are in the credits of so many years ago and be getting some enjoyment out of it. It's, it's actually pretty fun. Um, Farpoint on the PlayStation 4 using the, the uh, PSVR aim uh, weird thing. Uh, let me assure you, in-game, it doesn't look anywhere near so bizarre. And I don't think I've um, had quite so much fun with that for... Uh, as a in a shooter um it makes a it makes a mouse and keyboard look pretty crap to be perfectly honest with you okay. uh also mm. finally got feel free to ask any questions about any of this as i reel through it uh andromeda uh, mass effect andromeda uh been playing a bit of that i'm liking it um i've yeah actually tro- here's a good question after yes. all the backlash have you found it being as horrible as everyone's made it out to be no, no, but then I don't no, think it's, it's possible. Um, there's nothing, no backlash quite like internet backlash and nothing mm-hmm. so unreasoned either. So, yeah, no, there's there's a lot of positives in there. Uh, hopefully they'll patch it, even though I don't think we'll ever see any DLC um, mm-hmm. from it. Although it would be nice now that Bioware's got the, you know, the, the, the old boss back in. Uh, it's possible that we've... It's going to be interesting to see how that affects Anthem, but it's also going to be interesting to see whether he just decides to leave the current iteration of Mass Effect alone mm. or tries to actually recover it somehow. Um, well, it's Corey Hudson. Hey, anything's possible, man. Yeah, yeah. I've, that's That was some really, really good news, so I was very happy mm. about that. Well, actually, I think um, Ryan McCaffrey from the IGN Xbox podcast put it best. You know, he's the guy that created KOTOR. He's the guy that created Mass Effect and oversaw Mass Effects 1, 2, and 3. Um, and EA does have the licensing for Star Wars at the moment. Why not another Star Wars RPG? Maybe SWOTOR, th- uh, not SWOTOR, uh, KOTOR 3, possible? Yeah. Hey, who knows? Hey, anything's possible. Nothing's been announced. Uh, all speculation, all... Hopes and dreams and wishes, but, but you yeah. never know. And speaking exactly. of speaking of wishes and dreams, Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Switch is sweet. It is awesome. Uh, Mario Kart Eight also good. And Snipper Clips, OMG, that game is freaking genius. I love it. And, and that's what I is, um, the Switch. What did you What did you actually think of the Switch? Now that you've had a good play with it well i think this this adds weight to what the google home said i think it's not just a big something you have but you obviously have big fingers as well ben would i be right simon yeah it's 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 entirely possible <laughs> I, I found yes the i mean you, you see the pictures of the switch and mm. then you get out of the box and you see just you know the joy cons are small but you don't you don't believe they're that small and you're looking at them going yeah really mm. Really? 
but yeah, got them out. And um, I think it depends on which one you've got, the the left or the right, because the the button and stick placements are different on both of them. And yeah. I think is more comfortable than the other. Uh, the little extender straps that you that you slide onto the rail definitely help, um, but I've, I've I've certainly haven't noticed it. Um, Snipper Clips is probably the the game that I've actually used them in the, the Joy Cons in a controller configuration, mm. and I can't honestly say that I really noticed it being a problem, the the size of the thing being a problem. So yeah. I, it's, it's just a matter of finding a way to hold it where you can access the buttons. It's the it's the shoulder buttons I think that are probably the most tricky ones to get to, and you do have to keep. Yeah. It. It's not like a regular controller where you 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 can work with muscle memory. Uh, it's mm. they are more fiddly to use. There's no way around that, but yeah. still better than getting extorted for the uh, pro controller. I'm going to wait for a sale for that puppy. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. I I my experience with the Switch was um, I found even with it in like tablet mode, so you got the two Joy Cons attached to the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I found playing like Breath of the Wild and everything, cause maybe because you're taking it a little bit easier on the controls when you're just running around and exploring, which, God, that game is really um, something else. Although the durability thing on the weapons uh, yeah, to, to be desired, that's for damn sure. Um, but when I was playing Mario Kart, and I especially noticed this when I played Mario Kart for an extended period of time because I was playing it on a flight back from Melbourne to Brisbane. And... I found, especially on my right hand, my left hand not so much because I think on my left hand all I was really doing was firing off the weapons and steering, but on the right hand you're obviously holding down accelerate and doing the drift controls and things like that as well. Um, I found my right hand cramping up a hell of a lot uh, using the Joy-Cons in an actual, in the controller configuration where you slot it into the handheld controller. That worked a lot better for me uh, playing Mario Kart, but I just do want to point out, like, I wouldn't say I've got big hands. I'd say I've got pretty average size mitts for someone who's six foot tall. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I found, yeah, my hand cramped up using it in tablet mode. Um, other people have said they haven't had an issue with it. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a individual case-by-case thing, I think. But I found the controller size definitely something is uh, need to take in consideration when you are playing it. Yeah, I think it does have to be taken on a, a, a one-by-one basis because uh, a, a YouTuber, Rerez, and uh, he had some awful problems with the yeah. size of the controller and he actually ended up going to uh, a um, professional in what well, ergonomics, I suppose it was, um, and just to see how he, how he was holding it and the potential problems. And yes, some people are, without a shadow of a doubt, going to have an issue with it and mm-hmm. really it's a case of you need to try this puppy before you buy it. I mean, it's always possible that Nyko or a company like that, Mad Cats has gone, RIP, um, could end up selling some sort of uh, clip-on abomination like all of that, the, the, the travesty of crap that came out for the, the Game Boy back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, that, but, I think that's something that is needed. It needs some form of rubberized grips or something for – those of us in the West that have a lot bigger hands. I mean, let's put, let's be frank here. Um, it's a Japanese company that's obviously built this thing, and the Japanese, just in genetics, are smaller people. Um, I'm not trying to point it out. Okay, know, I, but, I think uh, it's a positive. You're right. It's not negative. It's a positive. Yeah, I'm, it's just that's just genetics. That's just science. I'm not trying to be racist or anything like that. I'm just pointing out a fact. Um, 
and when that sort of translates to the West, and I found this with the Wii U as well, um, even the PlayStation, the, the PlayStation controllers, uh, specifically PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3, because that's when I was in my late adolescence that. and adulthood. Um, I hated those controllers. I hate the PlayStation 3 controller with a they're, passion. They're I too small. I can't stand it. They're it's way small. too small. Um, PlayStation 4, obviously the West has got involved with the design aspect of that, and that controller is great. I love that controller. It's a fantastic controller. Yeah. PlayStation 3, rubbish. Absolute fucking garbage. Joe, I apologize for swearing. Um, the, but, yeah, that, I think that's something that the, the Nintendo's missed the boat on there, is that, and it is going to cause an issue in the future. Yeah, but it was it was the same with the original Xbox controller. Mm. The no, original, it was way too big, yeah. I never had a problem with the Duke. I still enjoy using the Duke. It's a bit like mm. using um, I don't because when you you think about the size of the Dreamcast controller or the yeah. Firebird or the Wavebird, they were actually quite large controllers as well, and that wasn't an issue. The Duke, I don't think, was bad. A lot of people like the Duke. In fact, it's being uh, there's a, a new version of it being re-released, the wireless version of it with a, an LCD screen underneath the, the big the big round disc that sits in the middle of it. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and, and yeah, the uh, the controller S, which the 360 controller and subsequently the Xbox One controller were based on, were all were built for the Japanese market because they couldn't cope with the size of the controller, the original Duke. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it there is a bit of a scaling issue uh, between markets. Let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. and uh, I, th- I think it's something that's going to come back and haunt Nintendo. It's the same with the wrist straps of the Wii controllers, where people throwing them at their TVs or whatever. Um, I think this might come back and haunt them. Uh, it, hey, let's go back to the Nintendo sixty four days when Nin- I don't know if it was a lawsuit or what it was, um, but people were hurting their palms and their hands from using their hands on the thumbstick in the center of the 64 control and they're wearing grooves into their hands when they were playing Mario Party or any of those sort of games where they had to do r- rapid r- uh, rotations on the thumbstick. Yeah. Well, everything, um, everything old is new again because Nintendo have just reapplied the patent for the N64 controller, probably because there may be some kind of mini-like device coming after the already sold no. out. Wait, who, what? Who, who, who would have thought of that? Thunk it. Yeah. And just, just to give a bit of a glimpse behind the scenes of Flashpoint, before the show, when we're going through the running sheet, we, we said, oh, there's not as much console talk in tonight's running sheet, and we've managed to <laughs> knock it all over before we even get through what we've been playing. Good work, boys. It's true. <laughs> That's true. We've got, there's more to come. Yay! <laughs> um, so you don't have to turn off now if you're sick of console talk because there isn't as much going ahead. It's mm. all good. Ben, no, what are we going to slap? PCs. Sorry? Mm. PCs. Boo. Boo. Righto, Ben, what have you been playing in uh, four words or less? Uh, four, oh, no, I'm oh, joking. Crap. Go for it. Uh, all right. <laughs> um, I've been playing um, some Heroes of the Storm. Uh, I've got kind of like a regular, regular weekly uh, tradition of playing with the boys from uh, the A Couple NPCs podcast. Uh, you can find them on the AGPN network. Uh, go check it out on Facebook or find them on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, AGPN, AGP, at AGP Network, I think is the Twitter handle. Um, or go check out at a couple of NPCs podcast. Um, that's their handle on Twitter as well. Um, yeah, so I've been playing with them every week. Uh, I checked out Diablo 3, the new Necromancer class, which 
that's a hell of a lot of fun. If you haven't tried the Necromancer out yet, I know it's a little bit pricey just for one character class. You know, it was it 15? No, 21 Australian, 22 Australian, I think it was. Um, it's not exactly cheap, I'll, I'll admit, just for a character class. Um, but it is a hell of a lot of fun to play. So if you get a chance to pick it up, um, I think there is a digital version on console, which will include... Uh, all of Diablo 3, um, the, that's including the Reaper of Souls expansion and the Necromancer class in uh, one easy-to-buy pack. I think it was like 40 bucks, maybe even. Uh, so check that out if you get a chance. Um, I've been playing Shadow of Mordor, uh, mostly because Shadow of War is coming soon, and I wanted to get my Nemesis system up to date so I could upload it for Shadow of War. Uh I've been playing some more Destiny, trying to get those Age of Triumphs things ticked off in my book to hopefully maybe get another T-shirt from them. I've played uh, Destiny the pre-sequel, in other words, the Destiny 2 beta, and also I've been playing that uh, game challenge that we had uh, set for me last month, uh, Dragon Age Origins. Uh, All right, we shall shall talk about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excellent. All right, Um, Pokemon Go, woohoo! Uh, zero WoW, first time in a long time. I'm pretty sure since last episode I haven't logged into WoW once. So a bit a bit wow. off the boil with WoW. Yeah, WoW. So Wow. Wow. Uh, Secret World <laughs> Legends, I have installed it and played all of 10 minutes and liked what I've seen. Um, it's nice to start that one over again. It's just been a time issue, but uh, it's looking good. Starcraft. Oh, I, I played that too. It's good. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, you would have played more than me, so good. Well, we might briefly talk about that if we get time. Um, Starcraft Two, Destiny, uh, Balls, which I mentioned last time, which is just a fun, mindless game on the phone, and thankfully a lot less Candy Crush after the bagging I took last episode. You deserve that bagging too. That's right. Oh. <laughs> You're lucky you there was no yourself. beverage involved. <laughs> Get the reference, hey, 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 hey! All right, let's launch into the actual body of the show. Destiny Two Beta. So, look, sounds like you two guys have played it. I, I got as far as the buy screen for Destiny Two, and I just again because of time, I thought I'm not going to play it. I wasn't that impressed with what they had on offer for the beta, so I just didn't. But lay it on me. Well, uh, start with you, Simon. How did you find it? Um, I didn't like it. Well, that, that's I'm I'm a hunter, so of course I picked a hunter. And bearing in mind that I'm a Destiny player who didn't actually work out how to use the suit <laughs> uh, until I completed the campaign, and, and actually until someone told me about it. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> not always good at reading the screen prompts. But having said that. Yeah, I didn't really like it. I felt uh, I felt it was very sluggish. It looks beautiful. It looks absolutely. It it looks like Destiny, but just mm. more. Um, yeah, uh, I did. I did feel sluggish. I did feel well and truly nerfed. But then apparently that's the case. Also, this is older code, so Bungie have assured that the, there's a yeah. bunch of stuff that they've already fixed that people are flagging as being issues. So the final release version, I'm sure, is going to be a little bit smarter. Now, I have also... I haven't tried a Titan yet. For some reason, I decided to become, uh, try the Warlock next. Uh, never been a real fan of the Warlock, I have okay. to admit. But found 
maybe I was starting to get into the groove a bit more, but I actually found the warlock a lot more enjoyable. Um, it was able to counter and take out enemies a lot more effectively. Uh, I felt a bit nimble, probably wasn't, but I was just getting used to the the, the slower uh, gameplay, which, you know, considering how fast the original Destiny was, any kind of... Uh, any kind of breaking on that and i know they're doing it because of the pvp so that's one of the reasons why uh pvp nerfs are basically flowing into pve which is Mm. basically where i live as far as that game goes anyway um i i think i'm still interested i am however very concerned about the where the story is and where the lore is because the even though most of the lore was left out of the original game and put in the Grimmark cards and everyone had to the, the whole community was built up piecing things together and coming up with coherency and ideas on what was going on i found that very very compelling and i'm not sure that that's going to survive into this new game it uh, like i said uh, when in the uh, what we've been playing section it it feels almost like a relaunch rather than a sequel in mm. some ways and there's there's a there's a whole bunch of stuff that clearly they thought didn't work or was legacy stuff that they had to bring in from the game that they ended up gutting um mm. originally and they had to carry through with I don't, and I'm just not sure whether the the law and the through narrative of the universe is there anymore. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little hesitant. The gameplay, I think, is fun. I'm, I'm sure it's the campaign's going to be uh, going to be engaging and 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 cool, but they they might have lost me. Um, but I'm staying open minded, and I will continue just be engaged in the game but i'm just kind of nervous let's just put it that way yeah but uh, but fun it's if you if you if you try the original destiny or you never tried the original destiny now is probably a good time to get into it because i think you'll enjoy it uh but if you did care about the original story and the universe the greater universe then if you're feeling a little bit antsy about it i i feel your pain i really do cool Mm. Good wrap up, Ben. Um, yeah, I I think I can agree with a lot of what Simon said. Um, I've played every three, all three classes. I played through the story missions on all three classes. I've taken two of the classes into the PvP Crucible uh, arena. Uh, one even so far as going into the new mode uh, called um, shoot, what's it called? Not control, the other one. Oh, it's basically, yeah, it starts with C. I know that. It's something to do with the. Basically, you go in, you set a bomb and uh, detonate it, or you're defusing the bomb. It's kind, of, it's kind of like seek and destroy from old um, Medal of Honor slash uh, Call of Duty type day. So one of those old types of shooter combo modes. But um, yeah, um, I played played a fair bit of it. So. Um, Everything, a lot of the stuff that people have been complaining on the forums about, which a lot of it rightfully so, um, the PVE, not some of the some of the uh, abilities and things not feeling as powerful enough in PVE and things like that. They've, they've already come out and said, basically, you are playing a two-month-old build. This build was made 
back in May, I assume, from the Destiny reveal event. They've just tacked on extra chunks of it because everyone yep. that's been to the Destiny reveal event have said, oh, this is extra in this story mission. Um, this wasn't here before. And obviously they didn't get to play the Sentinel or the Ark Strider class at the DV, uh, the reveal event. And um, there was a couple of other things that they added in, tacked into this. Uh, the control map is new for this beta that hasn't been shown at all uh, previously. Um, so this build obviously has been around for a couple of months and they've just turned different features on so that we can stress test their servers, essentially. Um Looking at all the abilities and things like that, I think they've reworked enough of the abilities and enough of the, the classes to make them new and interesting, and there's enough familiar, um, familiarity there for uh, people that have played Destiny 1. For example, you've got the... You still have the um, Arc Titan with the... Uh, Striker Titan, sorry, with the big overhead slam. Uh, you've got still got the Defender Bubble for the Titan as well. If you choose to hold down your super button instead of using the shield, you'll actually put up a big bubble still. Um, you know, you've got the golden gun for the hunters still there. Uh, hunter's still my main. I love Hunter. Uh, hunters are feeling a bit weak to me at the moment. That's personal opinion. Others might disagree. It's your choice. Um, and Warlocks, I, I think uh, Dawnblade is very, very different to what the Sunsinger was, which is nice because the Sunsinger besides offering the res, didn't have a great place in the um, in the PvE uh, setting, really, um, mostly because of in a raid or whatever, um, your supers, you wanted to be doing max damage at a point or you were doing uh, clearing of uh, ads and things like that. So I think with the way the Dawnblade's been built now, it'll allow for more of a max damage and ad clearing sort of role, similar to what maybe Stormcaller was in Taken King and so on. Um, so I think that's probably a good thing. Um, Arc Strider for the Hunter, I found, was I didn't really enjoy that super, but because the supercharge rates were so slow, um, especially in PvP, uh, you, you're lucky in some matches if you even get a bloody super at all. If, if you're not playing well, uh, and your team's not doing well, you'd be very lucky if you even got to see your super at all, even if the game is close. So you'd have a huge advantage um, there, Simon. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> I know how to play with that one. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I think there's a lot of the tweaking sort of stuff that needs to be done. But again, it's an old build, so how much they've already tweaked since then. Um, Bungie's already come out and said, Yep, uh, the community's pretty much confirmed everything that we'd already thought of. Um, and that's just reaffirmed our choices in what we've already changed. And you guys, you know, I think the power weapon ammo, they the change for that, they said, uh, yeah, there's actually going to be enemies in PvE encounters that are guaranteed to drop power ammo when you kill them now. So I'm guessing bigger, heavier enemies. If you kill them, they'll drop a power ammo for you. So you can... Definitely use that on the next guy that you come across because they're assuming you're going to use power ammo to take him down. Um, Sounds like a good farming opportunity. It is, it is. But obviously, you know, you lose your ammo packs and things like that as you go. But anyway, um, I don't know. It's I think, I think the beta overall is better than what they did three years ago, um, mostly because they're not showing as much. They're, they're playing the cards close to their chest. Um, yeah. Screw that up. That's, 
yeah, whether or not that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know yet. Um, in the long run, anyway. But uh, at the moment, I think it's a good thing because it means when the game actually comes out, I've got all this stuff to explore. I don't, you know, last time I'd already played through the whole first planet. Yeah. But, you know, before the game had even come out. Yeah, I couldn't believe that because uh, mm. played played the alpha, played the beta, and then they said, and you you imagined that there was going to be so much more, and then they said, no, basically that's that's forty percent of the of the of the uh, yeah. the area you've just played through, and you're going, mm. and I, I chose not to believe that. I yeah. thought just talking crap, mm. but weren't. No, God I'm... damn it! Yeah. That well, was, yeah, that was the thing. I didn't, I didn't expect it to be just that. But, hey, that's what it ended up being. Well, only a couple of months or a little bit under a couple of months to wait. Mm. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Just, yeah all, the PC beta is also coming up still in August. So uh, if you want to try it out on PC and see that smooth 60 frames per second, uh, check it out then. Boom. Yeah, I'm going to see how goes with my GTX 660. It's mm. going to be legendary. <laughs> uh, also, also, if um, anyone is pre-ordering just because they wanted the Cade 6 figure uh, that's exclusive to uh, EB Games slash GameStop, uh, cancel that. You don't need that. You can just do what I did and go uh, on eBay and find uh, nice Chinese people who somehow have magically acquired uh, uh, <laughs> numbers of these figures, um, probably from the factory that produced them, and they're selling them for around twenty bucks. So oh, that's gone. a really good saving. Yeah, and then I've you can. EBay now. Yeah, I've got my little code figure sitting here, so uh, don't have to worry about that. I can wait and not miss out at all. So there's a handy tip. Mm. At, just well, before we move on from this, the the subject of Destiny Two. Does anyone else think it's weird that the city doesn't have any kind of aerial defences? <laughs> Mm, uh, you can't look. Yeah. It's like Star Wars. You can't look for logic in that shit or you go mad. Well, yeah, no. I, I, I don't want to think about it too hard. Bear, like, bear, the, 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 the comment of, oh, we're not receiving any signals from any of the satellites. Um, wouldn't you have picked up on that a lot sooner than, you know, right before you're about to get destroyed? So yeah. the more you think about it, the, the less logic it makes. So you're better off just not thinking about it. Yeah, there's just a couple of other little things I'm just going to point out as well. Um, in the original <laughs> game, in the original game, the uh, it is it is said that the traveler gave up the last of his light to create the ghosts. So how come putting this big gargantuan rat trap on the traveler suddenly denies everyone of light when the traveler's not supposed to have any light because the last of the light was in the ghosts? Which now suddenly yeah, I, I, I don't want to think about it, man. Uh, there'll be and, ask this, my name is Bife, mate. Ask him. This is why I'm worried. Mm-hmm. On the on, but on the plus side, uh, if as you'll play it, you'll also notice that a number of the Cabal ships are blowing smoke out their back, like they've been pulled by something. But not all of them are. So I'm yeah. wondering: is is what's happened? Is they've already run the gauntlet through Rasputin's bits and pieces, mm. and that's why some of the ships are already damaged, or that they're running. Maybe. Under- they're running on diesel, sure. and the others are on E10. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, David. I really appreciate your input. Outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, Lucy, I succeeded. 
Um, Steam Summer Sale. So what did you buy, guys? It may surprise everyone I didn't buy anything because I didn't even know it was on. But what, what, what did you end up oh, buying? Good job. Oh, I bought it. I bought a few things. Uh, I'm just trying to remember exactly what it was. There was there was a fair bit of stuff I ended up picking up, but uh, I think the main ones was like I picked up Firewatch, I picked up a copy of Splinter Cell's um, Blacklist just because it was cheap and I wanted to play it again, since it's not backwards compatible on the Xbox One. Um, yeah, so I, I think that were the two main ones I bought. Uh, there was a couple of others. I'm just struggling to remember them. Um but I just started scrolling through all the, the pages. I just went, search all games under 10 bucks. just went, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. I picked, like, $100 worth of games. went, yep, that'll do me. Um, yeah, went pretty well. I think God, I didn't buy it, but I did see, like, games like um, uh, Shadow of Mordor. And um, Shadow of Mordor was 4 bucks for the entire collection. Um, and Portal 2 was 2 bucks. You know, there's some cracking bargains on that sale. Some game. Bloody hell, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And Simon, did you manage to resist the temptation? I didn't resist the temptation so much as... <laughs> I, I've got so many things I still haven't played from previous Steam sales, I just didn't bother. Mm. That said... Um... Gaming Grumps have uh, produced a game called uh, Dream Daddy, and uh, yes. may, I may have bought that. <laughs> oh, David, if you don't know, know what that is, I'll forgive you. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. What's Dream Daddy? It, it worries me. It sounds uh, like dodgy. It's, it, it is kind of dodgy, but uh, it's it dodgy on purpose. It, it, it's wrong or slash right, depending on what side of the spectrum you're cool. on. It's mm. it's done with a bit of a, a wink and a nod, and I think you can just accept it for being a bit of yeah. fun. Cool. Yeah, I, I watched um, a couple of guys streaming it on Friday night when it went live, and there is a lot of tongue-in-cheek jokes, references, and like that. But basically, it's a dad dating simulator. Um, <laughs> yeah, dad- you, you play name? as a dad trying to date other dads, and yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> See, I want to check it out now. That sounds funny. It, 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 I guess you design your own dad. Yeah. Uh, as in, no, hang on, wow, that came out so wrong. <laughs> uh, never mind, just Google it. I'm not going yeah, to. Yeah, I, I don't want to try and explain it. I won't do it justice. Just Google it. Watch a couple of videos or something. It's, it's all done in humor. It's not, none of its actual seriousness. The whole game was done by guys that were doing it for, for a laugh. Um, so, yeah, definitely go check that one out. Cool. Just remembering some of the other ones I've got. I've got like um, Ori and the Blind Forest. Um, yeah, there was. Oh, what was the other one I just saw a second ago? Um, I did say Firewatch, didn't I? I can't remember. No, we'll forgive you. Yeah, you... I did say Firewatch. Yeah, you uh, did. Didn't? Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I was going to say, yeah. is that the one where you, you're sitting up in a tower? Because there is some simulator where you sit up in town and look for mm-hmm. bushfires. Is that the one? Well, it's not a simulator. It's a story game where you actually oh, okay. are up in a tower looking for bushfires, but then something happens and you go to investigate, and there's a whole story that goes uh, on with it. That's right. Um, yeah, um, it's on the PS4. That's where I've watched the trailer for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is on the PS4. Um, I think it's on Xbox. Yeah, it only came out on Xbox recently. Oh, Hollow Knight. That was the other one I got by the guys out of Adelaide. Um, I remember. There's so many 
good good games. My library's so full, I can't tell exactly what it was that I bought. Anymore. I know, it becomes unmanageable. Soma's a very good game. It's, that's worth picking up, whether it's on sale or not. That's that's yeah. uh, that's kind of cool. Um, God, there's so many. There's such good stuff out that's there. Trouble. Mm-hmm. That's it. it. All right. Yeah, I, anyway, I hope everyone else got something really good during yes. their uh, Steam summer. Happy, happy gaming, everyone. Mm. And it. speaking of happy gaming, or maybe more competitive gaming, um, how's the Overwatch World Cup going, Ben? I believe it's running as we speak. It's still going as we speak, and literally they just finished uh, the playoffs. for This is the last match just finished, which was Australia versus Japan. They While we've been recording, um, Australia went to sudden death uh, overtime against Japan, uh, and they've just won the the group stage for themselves and we'll be going to BlizzCon to represent our fine nation. Very well. They have excellent. Literally, as we're speaking, they're, they're just jumping up in the air and joy and everything, celebrating as I minimised one window to have a look at the stream. Oh, look, I, yeah, it's a bit emotional for me. I sort of had to drop out of the <laughs> team, so I'm glad the guy that filled in has done well and good luck, good boys. That's good. Yeah, so hey, let's just wish him good luck um, over in uh, BlizzCon and all that sort of stuff. It's great to see Australian esports being um, supported. Um, the whole weekend has been really cool to watch the games and seeing the crowds at the um, there in Darling Harbour in Sydney. Um, you know, uh, watching teams like Japan, Spain, Finland, uh, Sweden, um, all those sort of teams like play um, was really really cool. Um, I'm watching the. They've got the broadcast guys at the desk. They're like trying to speak over the crowd. The crowd's that loud and cheering. They're so happy for the Aussies. Um, they're taking a bow center stage. They're waving the flag, all that sort of good stuff. So, uh, good on to the boys. I wish I'd known it was on. So I've never been to one of those live esports events, and I'd love to go. So I must keep yeah, going out. Yeah. Well, actually, it was on even on TV today on Seven Mate. Uh, the Hex and Niche. Is it Niche Boy? I can't remember his name. I thought it was Nick, Nick Boy. Whatever it is. But he, the, the two of them, uh, their new show on Channel 7, um, they um, were hosting some coverage of it uh, today earlier in the afternoon and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, hey, very it's cool. cool to see esports getting a bit of recognition here in Australia um, and good to see it getting on TV and things like that. So it's cool to see that uh, the industry is moving forward and the, the competitive leagues are getting uh, recognition by the mainstream media, yeah. even if it's minor recognition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, just on that topic, I think uh, Halo's ESD League, uh, whatever the hell it's called, is uh, is about to start as well. So that's also uh, some pretty good viewing if you enjoy a bit of shooty, shooty, smashy, smashy, killy, killy. Who doesn't enjoy some shooty, shooty, smashy, smashy, killy, killy? That's a good name for a podcast. You should have mm. added something to the end of that, and then David could have... Repeated stabby, it. Stabby, stabby? Stabby, stabby. I'm a big fan of stabby, stabby. I really am. But then I'm a hunter, mm. what can I say? That's right. Throwy, uh, throwy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Telltale Games, those legends, uh, uh, story-driven legends. So they've announced three uh, new series. Who wants to run us through those? I know, um, Simon, you were excited about one in particular. Uh, ben can run through it. Yeah. I'm drinking my wine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it was actually in relation to uh, San Diego Comic-Con being on this week. Uh, Telltale are known for making story-based click 
and action-based sort of adventure games um, where, you know, if you haven't played one of the Telltale games, um, get out from the rock you've been living under, go play one of them, um, even, even just Walking I've Dead Season 1. one. I was going to say, even I've played Walking Dead Season 1. Yeah, that's a game that you should go back and play. Um, you can again Steam summer sales. You can pick up all these sort of games really cheap in those sort of sales, whether it's on console or PC. Um, but um, yeah, so Telltale's had a fantastic history of doing these comic book properties, um, you know, into turning them into video games and uh, making these great story based games for us to play. Um, a uh, recent one being Guardians of the Galaxy, which is still currently ongoing. Batman, which some... started uh, mid last year and finished around Christmas, early January, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they've done really good things. And Telltale's basically come out for San Diego and said, um, "Hey, here's Batman season two. It's coming out in three weeks." Um, I was like, oh, shit, really? Three weeks? All right, oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I'll get that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've also got another season of The Walking Dead coming up. It'll be the fourth and final season for Walking Dead. You'll be playing as um, Clementine again. So get excited for that. Oh, oh, and one more thing. Um, we, we've got this other game, which we know you've been kind of wanting us to um, do a sequel for for a long time. It's called The Wolf Among Us, so we decided to do that as well. And I uh, hear that you're very excited about that, Simon. No, uh, he's drinking I, his wine. He's drinking his wine? I can, I can do two things. <laughs> but, uh, the, the, if you haven't read any of the uh, Fable comic... No, graphic novels, sorry. Yeah. Uh, well worth it. Jump on Comixology, buy them. Buy them now. Actually... Literally right now. Stop what you're doing. Pull the car over. Get your phone out. Mm. Buy right now. Uh, but Wolf Among Us, I think that was that the first one they did, or no? The, I think they did season one of The Walking Dead first, and then they did the Wolf, yeah. Wolf Among. Wolf yeah, Among the, is just, in this sort of yeah. vein of their Telltale game series. Um, yeah, Walking Dead was first, and then Wolf Among Us was the second one. Yeah, and I I know that, and I didn't think there'd be another one. I really didn't. No. It is, it is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal that they mm. brought something like that back for a second season because the the first one was – I suppose it, it, it's because it's a little bit niche. It's not a franchise that people are familiar with, you know, like mm. Minecraft and Batman and The Walking Dead. But uh, clearly there is a strong enough following that they thought it was financially worthwhile to yeah. bring back Wolf Among Us. So, yeah, if you haven't already played it, uh, dead cheap in any of the sales on your platform of choice. Just keep your eye open for it. But it is it is wonderful. Granted, it still uh, uses the Telltale's got a bit of a janky engine and mm. it, it's it's janky in everything, let's face it, even the new Batman. Uh, yeah. Dated. But uh, you, you can look past that because it's they're just such great experiences so highly recommended two thumbs up. some of the best storytelling in gaming really is what they've they've managed to accomplish with a lot of these games absolutely um and i think that's reason why wolf among us has actually started to really look great is because and a sequel is coming about is because those games they've been selling them cheap on playstation and xbox even giving away some of these games for free during their monthly um, subscriptions 
and then on PC they've been cheap during the summer sales or in these these bundles that you can get. And um, Wolf Among Us has been a standout amongst all of them because people go, oh, well, I get that with this bundle or I'm getting it for free, and then they try it. Like, this is really cool. It, um, yeah. Granted, wonderful. okay, the whole fairy tale thing might not be for some people. They might not enjoy that. But, hey, people are trying it. It's, it's been getting that sort of exposure. So the sequel now will probably do even more, a lot better than what the first one did. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I right. wanted to talk about the Batman one just real quickly because the first season of the Batman, if you haven't played that one and you're a Batman fan, you are doing yourself a disservice. Go play it. It is a completely new take on the Batman franchise. Uh, they change quite a lot, actually. Um, the new version of Penguin in it is really cool. Uh, the new version of um, the Joker as well, um, or proto-joker that they've been calling him in development uh, is really cool and yeah the sequel the trailer for the sequel is showing that Riddler's going to be there as well as uh, joker in quotations there um <laughs> is coming back so you know uh definitely go check that one out and walking dead we don't really need to say much more about that that ga- that franchise is you know it's it done well for itself regardless oh, yeah. of what whatever we say about it although i think it would be fair to say that you're probably going to get a more intense and tighter story with the Telltale version of The Walking Dead than the TV series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it's completely different to the series. It's got it nods is. to the comic books and everything like that. So it's a whole new story experience for those people that have watched the show but haven't played the game. Hey, now's your chance. Go jump in. Yeah, and, and the Batman, Kevin Conroy just kills. I'm kidding. It's That's Troy, not Kevin Conroy. It's Troy, Troy Baker. Yes, I know. <laughs> I yes. knew. I knew you'd take the bait. In the movie mm. universe, it's about time Kevin Costner had a go as Batman. No, no. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> hey. Kevin Rudd. Speaking of no, actually, Kevin Rudd. No, Kevin Rudd would probably make a better Joker. True. Kevin Bloody I'll, Wilson. I'll see you. Moving on. <laughs> Yes. Host, do your job. The ga- <laughs> host, 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 host. The um, gaming challenge. So last episode, um, Ben was assigned Dragon Age Origins, and as you heard at the start of the show, he, um, unlike myself in particular, came to the party and actually played the game. So how'd you find it, Ben? Mm. Um, yeah, you know, to be honest, like I said in the previous episode when we were giving me the game, I played the second one, I played the third one. Playing it, I... You know, a lot of it, I was like, wow, this is kind of backdated considering, you know, this is a 2009, 2010 Xbox 360 game. So it's like seven, eight years, seven it's or eight so, years old. So old. Um, but it's it's held up pretty well. Um, the controls, obviously, some of the things like that don't feel right when you compare it to today's sort of standards, especially the menus and things like that. Um as I, I kept hitting the start button instead of the back button quite a lot because I was playing it, the Xbox 360 backwards compatible version on the Xbox One. Um, but other than that, um, it was great. A great little experience. I played through the opening section as a dwarf, as a warrior. Um, I went the dwarf noble route, so I was the son of a king. And I had quite a lot of fun. And I managed to get my dude to have a threesome with a couple of lovely concubines. Um <laughs> 
Now, also, the one thing that I took away from it, though, is it made me want to go back and play Dragon Age Inquisition again because I never actually finished it. And it's obviously a much more... It's a current generation game for a start, but it's also a lot more polished and has a lot more features in it um, and made me want to go back and revisit that, finish it off. Because the combat... I I didn't get enough into the game to actually get to the real meat of the combat that I wanted... Um, whereas I know if I go jump into Inquisition, I'll get that full tactical combat experience that I was hoping to get out of the um, Origins there. Um, so, yeah, in saying that, yeah, overall pretty good. Um, but, hey, it just made me want to go play the new ones more because I knew I'd get a better experience personally. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 probably fair. Mm. See, sadly, I yeah. thought you were playing Dragon Age Inquisition. I'd got the two mixed up because I, I was thinking, uh, yes. <laughs> no, I didn't realise it was the older game. Oh, oh David. Yeah, I know. I, I think I played all of two hours of Dragon Age Inquisition just because the controls shat me to tears. But I think, yeah. I, yeah but anyway. Uh, I'm still playing Origins. I actually realised that I already owned, because of 360 and backward compatibility and whatnot, I owned Awakenings and all of the most of the DLC as well. So um, <laughs> nice. I, I, my mage is still uh, still basically knocking his way through in in between Mario Kart. Actually, that was kind of funny because I loaded it up and I'm looking at the screen and like, oh, downloadable content. Oh, let's have a look, see what's going. On. Oh, 800 Microsoft points. Yeah, blast from the past, Microsoft baby. Points. Wow, wow. <laughs> Shit, I haven't seen those for a while. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the current going rate on a Microsoft point is, but yeah, there's definitely a uh, yeah a change compared to what it should um, is normally um, or now I, I should say. I believe the current exchange rate is two Xboxes to one PlayStation. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so with the gaming challenge, um, I have a sinking feeling I'm up next, don't I? Because I thought it was me last time. I do believe it might be you, sir. So, um, I mean, I, it's not up to me to put suggestions. You're meant to inflict something on me. But I've, I, this Mario Kart you guys keep talking about, I've never played that. That wouldn't be mine being one I'd check out. No. No, well. no that's not for you. Sorry, no. No, I don't think you'd enjoy oh, that worth one. worth a try. Uh, Destiny, I've heard it's cool, but I've never played no, it. No, no, no. I've actually got a good one. I'll... Well, you still haven't played Last of Us. Yeah, so well, can I get, can I give you an update on that? So I was yesterday. Right. I walked past DB Games and they had the alleged fifty percent sale off. It's now down to fifty four dollars. So I'm on the cusp of buying Jimmy. it. Once it goes below fifty, I'm buying it. I'm just going to buy it for you for Christmas and send it to you. you that's a game you need to play. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> I am watching. So I'm, it's the Last of Us remastered. Was uh, yesterday at DB Games fifty four dollars. Wow. I can't believe it's still that much. It's a, yeah. 2013, it came out on PS3. I know. And the remaster came out on tw- in 2014. It's So once it hits 49 or something, it's mine, I promise. Mm. This, it should be 20 bucks. This is the world we're living in now. I mean, when they... It's, it's reached a point now where you can actually have an original Xbox, a 360, and an Xbox One because of the back, new backwards compatibility. Mm. You could have them all in the same, have a LAN party with all three machines playing something like Jet Set Radio Future. Yeah. Mm. We have entered a a new age of freaking weirdness, people. Mm. Oh, and we're just looking, yeah, PS4, Last of Us Remastered, $35.13 uh, from two stores, 
38.79 from five plus stores, 57 on eBay, 49.95 from five stores. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I'm actually that. surprised it's holding its value. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm not surprised at all. Old games are becoming they're becoming legitimate currency again. That's mm. that's the bizarre thing about it. Yeah, but it's like, trans, transcending generations. But Last of Us but, in particular. So looking at the fifty percent sale, there were much more recent games that were twenty nine dollars. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking like I picked up um, Doom at the start of the year. Yeah, for Doom was twenty one of them bucks. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it was twenty or twenty five yesterday. I saw. Yeah, yep. I picked it up for twenty bucks at the start of the year, and that came out of May last year. Um, and that was a, con- a game of the year contender for a lot of people. That's one I haven't um, played. No, that's not the one I had in mind for you for this year, uh, this month. I'm trying to think uh, of every game I, I have bought. I want to see if... I, 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 actually, I'm curious to see what Simon's got in mind for you, if anything. Hello Kitty Island Adventure. No, come on. You get, I always hope you might suggest that Steam Dad one, although I, I would request Dude, not Dream a Daddy. The PC one is a bit hard for me to install and get working properly, so ideally yeah, console no. if you can. If well, you do, it'll be something you can install on your Mac. I've got something you can install on your Mac. What's that? It's a Blizzard game. It's free to play. Uh-huh. Yeah. Heroes of the Storm. Have you tried that yet? Uh, so to be totally transparent, I did install it yonks ago and probably only played 15, 20 minutes, so I'm happy to give it a go because I haven't played it in any depth. So it was probably Yeah, I, I, that was one I was thinking of that you could try out if yeah, you haven't played it yet. Yeah, post-launch, yeah. like not after long. I, I remember installing it. I don't even have it installed anymore. I, I probably played... Uh, 20 minutes, half an hour tops mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, oh, well, the game's changed a lot since launch as yeah. well because it's now, obviously, they've had a new Heroes and so forth, but they had the relaunch to Heroes of the Storm 2.0 back in May. All right. Um, where they changed a lot of the uh, structure of the way the game works. Cool. Happy with All that. Right. Do that one. Nice. Do that one. It's free to play. Otherwise, uh, I'll play I'll play more Ariana Grande uh, at you. See how you like that. Yeah. <laughs> Right, um, let's go into some pop culture stuff now, starting with Castlevania, which even I know started on Netflix. I, I didn't play any of the Castlevania games, so I don't have any resonance with, with this franchise, but I nearly did watch it last night, but I started Rick and Morty instead. But tell us about Castlevania. Isn't that an, Ata- a, a, um, uh, an Atari 2600 game? Oh, it goes Konami. Like, yeah, I was going to say, it goes right back. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Konami game, wasn't it? Yeah. No, we do not speak of Konami here. Thank you. All right, moving on. Um, no, honestly, uh, Castlevania, yeah, it was an old NES Nintendo Entertainment System game. Um, I think it was on the NES Classic even. But uh, the Castlevania series, it's only four episodes long. It's on Netflix. Um, definitely worth a check out. I, I watched it. Um, to be honest, I thought it was kind of overhyped by a lot of people. A lot of people out there saying, oh, this is great, this is great, when are we getting more, when are we getting more? Uh, they have already uh, announced and confirmed second season is in the works. It will be eight episodes long. Um, so there's that. Uh, but, yeah, to be honest, the story barely gets started in the four episodes. It has okay. uh, the voice acting, I thought, was not as good as some... I mean... I watch a fair amount of anime, so when voice, especially with dubs, um, you notice if voice acting isn't very good, I suppose, if you've watched all of that sort of thing. Um, so I thought the voice acting wasn't 
terribly crash hot in some certain scenes. But animation-wise, I thought the animation was fantastic. It's got this sort of dark and gritty, almost dodgy look to the animation that serves it really well um, and helps enhance the uh, visceral violence that's going on in the series because obviously this is about vampires and demons and things like that, you know. Um, So I'd say for four episodes, I think they're all about half an hour long. You know, for two hours of your time, it's definitely worth checking out at least one or two episodes, um, if not all four. And you can binge it in an afternoon or an evening cool. quite easily. Um, so definitely worth checking out. Yeah. All right, that's on the list. Spider-Man and Homecoming, which I'm embarrassed to admit I didn't realise was already out in cinemas and I've just worked oh. out I'm, I'm going to go at 9.15 tomorrow night. Um, For shame. Yeah, so... Terrible human being. You are a terrible. Well, yes. You know what annoys me? I've missed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Doctor Strange at the mo- and Wonder Woman. I haven't seen any of them in the cinema this year. How okay, I, 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 I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet either. It shits me. So I thought, well, I'm going to go at 9.15 tomorrow night. So Spider-Man. But who, who saw it? Was it you, Simon, or Ben? Uh, ben, because he put it in there. But I have also seen it, yes. Good. And followed by a very nice... Uh, uh, chicken curry laksa. Okay. Nice. <laughs> so, given it's still in cinemas now, so keeping it totally spoiler free, what did you both think of it? I thought it was really fun. Good. It was a really fun Spider-Man movie. Um, I think they now did a lot better than what they did with the Andrew Garfield versions of Spider-Man. <laughs> I didn't hate Andrew Garfield's version, but I didn't think it was great either. Um, I think Tom Holland nailed it. Um, as Peter Parker, I think it really the the movie works as a teenage school sort of movie as well as a superhero movie. If that makes sense, it's got got a little bit of that, and they even did a poster of it. They did like a Breakfast Club vibe to certain scenes and things like that, and sort of interactions between a lot of the teenagers. Cool. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really cool, fun movie. I thought it was great. It was exactly what Spider Man needed to be, and. Throughout the whole movie, not one mention of Uncle Ben, not one mention of with great power. Mm-hmm. So I think they've done a new Spider-Man movie without having to do another freaking origin story. Excellent. That's what um, I want to hear. I thought there'd be some form of flashback to Uncle Ben or something like that. No, none of that. Good stuff. No, let's just let's just get into it and let's, let's get to the nitty-gritty and have some Spider-Man. And without giving it away in any way, shape or form, I assume uh, Mr. Lee makes a cameo? Yes. Yeah. Uh, anything to add to that one, Simon? You just enjoyed it? Fun? Well, how can I put this tactfully? Mm. Um, after the very final, final scene, I recalled saying the words better than Star Wars. Holy shit. That's a pretty big call. It was a big call, and I found myself surprised that I'd said it. I found that it was pretty much pitch perfect all the That's way through. That's a different movie. Yeah, and it's coming out. Pitch Perfect 3 is out this year, isn't it? I love it. It's phrase, God damn it, you hairy little man. I love those movies, though. They're great. Oh, shut up, David. You've got, brilliant. You've, you've got no taste. That's been established previously i think we all know yes. this oh, uh, it's there was there was just so many little nods all the way through it um mm-hmm. uh, i mean uh the, 
I don't know if it's become compulsory for Ferris Bueller references, but I caught that very quickly. Yeah. And, uh, was absolutely delighted. But then there was a little bit of a nudge further on just to make sure that people who didn't get it immediately got it, period. Got it, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was yeah. a... There was a bit of a nod, I think, and I'm not going to say ex- specifically what it was, but there was a little bit of a nod to the previous um, Andrew Garfield movie. And I have to admit, I haven't seen any of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man films. Neither have I. Uh, I saw the, um, the Tobey Maguire ones, and two was okay, three was uh, just kill it with oh, fire. I two was the best one. Yeah, yeah so two, two was fine. Um, it's this is easily the best Spider-Man movie that has been made. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, yep. I'm quite comfortable saying that. Uh, the casting was perfect. The pacing mm-hmm. was just right. None of the characters felt tacked on or irritating, including the sidekick, and that is usually the easiest one to screw up. And yep. I thought it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Aunt May, brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. Musa Tomei as Aunt May was. Absolutely casting, fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Especially the, the last scene. Yeah. Um, also, the um, I like that there was a lot of nods to other things in the Spider-Man universe, um, as well Rick as the Marvel universe. With Michael yeah. Keaton. Yeah, with Michael Keaton. Uh, Michael Keaton was fantastic as the Vulture. Um, oh, there was awesome. also a couple of other Spider-Man villains in this film. That we won't mention because if you're a Spidey fan, you'll pick up on them straight away. Excellent. Yep. If you don't, and if you don't for the the second one, which is a little bit of a sneakier one to pick up on, shame on you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I yeah, it's such a good movie. It's definitely Excellent. one that you should, even if you're not going to go see it at the cinemas, definitely pick this one up on Blu-ray one night or something like that, or stream it when you get a chance. Um, so just. Yeah, just get a chance to watch it whenever right. you can. Really. Yeah, all right, and 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 stick around because patience does have its rewards. Oh yeah, there's some cool stuff at the oh, end. Oh yeah, post credits, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, and while we're talking superheroes, so San Diego Comic Con has um, you know been the impetus for some trailers being released. Um, so we, we mm-hmm. probably keep it shortish, but Justice League trailer, I thought it was all right. I mean. It just because it's so long since the Avengers movie seems like an Avengers wannabe movie, but I like what I saw. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's got that dark DC look to it and everything like that, which still not sold on. But hey, um, I'll give it a chance. Yep. Thor Ragnarok, I, was... I thought was Guardians in the Galaxy try hard as far as the current trailer, but it's still looking like a great movie. I, I think that's a little harsh. I think um, mm. I, Thor movies always had a little bit more of a a humorous tilt to them, and I think that just sort of gets turned up to 11 in Thor Ragnarok. Okay. I yeah. Like I like what I saw. It was more the, yeah, it was it, more the 80s-style graphics of the, the text that made me think Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but the, the new trailer as well, I mean, it just... It, it's really good. And if we could just have a film where... Hulk and Thor are being Bert and Ernie in an apartment for 90 oh, minutes. Yeah. Hey, wouldn't we just win? we just win. Absolutely. You know, that, I'd be happy with that. Just oh, God, That'd yeah. be great. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yes. Stranger yeah. Things I haven't seen, and I'm going to watch it straight after this, but um, looking good for season two. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the little nod to uh, Dragon Quest at the start of the trailer. 
Um, and then the because it's all set in the 80s, obviously, the uh, Thriller soundtrack going or sure. the video clip tech was spoken word and all that sort of stuff going through it's it, it's, it's it's pretty cool yeah. I, it it works really well love that show um and defenders uh, i think i said before we start recording iron fist has turned me off this franchise a bit but how do the defenders look i think daredevil and jessica jones will save that yeah i'm hoping so series um I didn't mind Iron Fist. I just Same. don't want to see anyone else try and present drunken the drunken style as being something clever and new. We've all seen it. Stop it. Mm. It's clever. Yeah, that's it. Um, actually, if you want to see good drunken style, go watch Naruto where bloody Rock Lee gets drunk and he doesn't even realise he's a drunken kung fu master, but he Love is. It. It's okay. hilarious. Um, Rock Lee's my favourite. I love him. Um, but, yeah, I, I... Iron Fist, I didn't have too many dramas with. I definitely thought it was better than Luke Cage, but a lot of people are saying Luke Cage is better than it. Which yeah, I like Luke Cage better, yeah. I can't understand that, because Luke Cage, they... Okay, the series is almost a year old now, so I can say it, but they killed Copperhead off. Um, and Copperhead was the best part about that se- series and they killed him off halfway through the show. With the music, mate. Um, some music that kept me interested. Yeah, but the storytelling wise, it, after Copperhead was gone, the, the, I don't know, it just was no good. The The main villain at the end was Shithouse. Um, at least in Iron Fist, it was kind of interesting with the hand and then to turn around and have Old Mate come back from the dead and be blah, blah, blah and all that sort of stuff. You know, it was just... I think, yeah, I think Iron Fist Iron overall Fist was better. Scary. Overall, yes, I agree completely. Um, the soundtrack might have been cooler in um, Luke Cage because it did have a rockin' soundtrack. It did, yeah. But storytelling-wise, Iron Fist was better. Mm. Mm. All right. And sort of related to comics, Voltron Season 3, Simon, in August. I'm assuming that was you because you're the Voltron fan. So- <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. So <laughs> I, I, it's only I, a few weeks away. I love the new Voltron. It is super mega freaking fantastic. I yes. can't believe it took me mentioning it like four times on the show before you actually went, I love this show. <laughs> I told you it was good. Hey, I'm I'm not yours to bend and manipulate. Okay? Bullshit. That's why I joined I, this show. <laughs> that's, that's why I got Ben on. Okay, maybe I am. <laughs> Uh, and last last Jedi, um, I I missed. I know it's probably close to a month ago, at least two or three weeks ago. The behind the scenes trailer thing that they released. Um, I only just saw this week, um, but it was a bit of a semi tear jerker with all the Carrie Fisher stuff, which is what what they're aiming to do. But yeah, great little three minute or four minute thing. Why? What happened to Carrie Fisher? Oh, she um, got strangled finally by Jabba. George Lucas has released another cut of episode four and she uh, five and she does die. Six. Oh, six. That's dark. Sorry, six. You're quite right. Six. <laughs> Damn. There goes. Get your Star Wars right, nerd. Yeah, what you're right. David, what are you doing here? But I got to say, the last Je- the behind the scenes for the Last Jedi, I think it's going to be another big step above Force Awakens. I just think as far as depth of story that, I mean, I know they're very much hyping it as, you know, this is where you really get to know the characters, but I think they actually might achieve that. It looks looks promising. I, 
I think I'm just going to do the same thing with Last Jedi. I kind of do Force Awakens, and I'm just going to only watch the trailer once, maybe twice. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. and then I don't want to know anything else. I haven't yeah. seen any of this behind the scenes stuff. Obviously, the yeah Carrie Fisher and all that sort of stuff's quite sad and heartbreaking. But um, I don't want to see any behind the scenes stuff. I don't want to know anything. The less I know, the better. Going in, I, w- I just want to go in and enjoy a Star Wars film. Yeah. And fly yeah. into the hide. Last but not least, mm. the new Doctor Who has taken the internet by storm. Um, I don't see what the, the hype's about as far as this new Doctor Who whoop-de-doo. Um, she looks good. Don't give a shit. She's female. Is there a lot to talk about with she's this what? one? Oh, oh she's what? Oh, my God. Oh, she's what? She's white. She's white and female. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, that, no, no. I'll not stand for that. Yeah. I'll not stand for it being a white female. If it was an Asian female, I would have let it slide. Oh, you racist bastard! She, uh, that they they need you shouldn't be applying um, uh, gender pronouns to things. So we need to keep this um, <laughs> gender identity is a personal choice, as is uh, the the race you identify with, um, and also the the gender you identify with. So I, I really object to you sort of locking this character into your your patriarchal blah 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 i can't think of any more buzzwords i'm sorry i said female i was going for you could you can't say that you don't might have been born a woman but you don't know that that's what i'm sorry she she identifies as an apache helicopter are you happy uh that's fine yeah i can live with that (laughs) so yeah look she she looks like she'll be an interesting doctor who but i've got i don't know about you guys Uh, i'm I'm a bit over doctor who i love peter capaldi and i still only managed to watch probably four episodes of his run. So I can't see me rushing back, but she looks as good as any of the other ones. Mm. Um, yeah, to, to be honest, majority of the stuff I saw, the hubbaloo on the internet that I saw was hubbaloo. I'm trying to think of hubbaloo. to say. Hullabaloo. Hubbaloo? Hullabaloo. Going with hubbaloo. Quite like that. I'm changing a different word. Kerfuffle. A lot of the kerfuffle I saw on the internet about it was people complaining about people complaining about it yeah i didn't actually see anyone complaining about it oh god then you need to yeah you need to look a bit deeper so there's some, so some I, asshole. I clearly don't follow enough people yeah i think his name's ian levine i think his name's ian yeah. levine and he's some guy that prides himself on being a custodian of all the law and shit and the timelines for doctor who over the last 30 years and he just I lost the plot yeah, he lost the plot, and that was fascinating reading over, you know. That, that is deranged. Yeah. All I, all I know is I, I thoroughly enjoyed the what they did with the master, turning it to the mistress yes. or missy. Yeah. Uh, that they've cast someone who's, she is brilliant. And if the, uh, they. Eh? She's a fantastic actress. She's awesome. Yeah, she's she's just got she's pitch again. Here's that <laughs> that phrase again. She's pitch perfect, um, but she just she just sold the whole concept. I didn't question it for a second. And why would you? No, exactly. Yeah, there's I... the concept of time lords being able to flip flop between genders is something that goes back oh yeah, exactly. decades, if not ten years. So. Yeah. That's that's not a big issue. Um, to be honest, I thought there had already been a previous female doctor, and then I realised I was getting confused with the um, 
what uh, Inspector Space Time from Community because oh, there yeah. was a female Inspector Space Time at one point. Well, that, we we even know that Time Lords uh, swap between genders, uh, not genders, uh, races because mm. you had uh, Melanie who turned into Melody mm. uh, as a Melody song because um, I mean the when you initially met her, oh. God, Tommy Wimey Swiggly Wigglies, but uh, she was a a, a young African. You can't say African American because she wasn't American. Um, Dark skinned woman with an English accent. I don't know. I don't know what the right phrases are for these things anymore. It's very confusing. Um, and then she regenerated into who we know as uh, River Song. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they they can flick flick um, races as well as genders. So that, I don't see why anyone has got a particularly has got an issue with this. It's just internet outrage being stupid, yeah. Yeah. which is yeah. what outrage is really really good at. And we need to move yeah. on to more substantive issues like the fact that I've just looked up and Pitch Perfect three is released on twenty second of December this year. What the hell is Pitch Perfect? Have you ever watched the movies? Quite, can I? Just play devil's advocate for a minute. If you haven't watched the movies, don't write them off as a teen flick. Just watch the first one and you'll either hate it or you'll actually go, yeah, that was actually a lot of fun. I'm thinking you'll really enjoy Dream Daddies. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah, but the, yeah he will. But it's the yeah, musician If in not, me. your daughter will. That's right. <laughs> the, the musician in me loves Pitch Perfect because it's lots of uh, really cool arrangements of well-known it, it, songs. It's more of a musical than a film. It is, yeah. Agreed. Um, is it a I'll cinematic? That way. I have I have seen the two two previous it's, versions. It's Glee, they're, isn't they're it? Not it's, it's sort it's of Glee, yeah. but with a bit more of an edge, and it's just more fun. I would argue. I've never seen much Glee, but this. I I, I think the only reason why I could stomach it is because of um, the Aussie actress uh, Greta, yeah, Rebel no Wilson. Rebel, Rebel Rebel Wilson. Wilson yeah. Um, I was going to ask um, if that's the one with her and, in it. Yeah, and uh, who's the lead? Anna Kendrick. In, Anna Kendrick, who is very, 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 very lovely looking, yes. um, is is in it as well. So I could stomach it for two reasons. Rebel Wilson made me laugh, and Anna Kendrick is great to look at. And it's also got Adam Devine from uh, Workaholics and uh, Modern Family in it as well. So he's always good for a laugh too. And it's also an extremely good projectile vomit scene in the first one. Yeah, probably. Is. Yeah, I can't remember it that much. <laughs> Uh, is it as good as the one in Team America? Probably not. No, probably not. But it, it's yeah, it's know. impressive. This is a real human projectile vomit. But yeah, well, that's a good. And I, I just, for the record, Ben, I've called is projectile vomiting. Yep, mm. I've called this episode Hubbleaboo Kafafel. By the way, <laughs> nice. So, God, <laughs> Hubbleaboo. How did you pronounce it? I can't even remember. No. Hubbleloo. Oh. Hubble, Hubble. Yeah, I love it. That's great. Say it anymore without what? laughing. What do you think? Luke Skywalker, yeah. the last Jedi, needs to go off and do some more training and go to the planet Hubbleaboo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I think uh, I'll give you a uh, plot. Yeah. <laughs> right, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go now. We've, are we? Yeah, we are. Um, anything else you want to quickly add, boys? Otherwise, we will wrap it up. Pretty good. I'm pretty All good. Right. Well, that's it Spider-Man then. Awesome. Spider Man, awesome. Go see Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs>
now. Yes. Oh, actually, actually, there was one other trailer uh, for you, David. Uh, there was a Riverdale trailer I saw. I haven't watched it yet. But uh, I see there was a new trailer for, for season, season two. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. There you good, go. Good show. Um, be happy with that one. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, as always, if you'd like to offer an opinion, suggestion, or some general abuse, feel free to email us at contact at oceanicgamer.com. Just a quick thing there. Um, I've had to do a, a website migration over the last 10 days, and it's been nightmarish. And I realised today there's probably 24 hours where the email wasn't working. I can't. The chances of us having received anything's near zero. But if for some reason you're out there and you're going, those bastards haven't replied to my email, please email again. But I don't think anyone has. It's David's fault. It's all David's my fault. fault. Um, or you can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Oceanic Gamer, and then we're all on Twitter. Um, I'm on The Oceanic Gamer. Simon tweets under RPG Beats RL and is much funnier and, and more frequent than I, and Ben tweets under The Spawny 13, more frequently and funnier than I am, uh, and still live streaming, I assume. Yes. yes no, I, I know I ask that every single episode. I, I, well, I'm actually more doing it on the um, 8-bit channel. Um, so twitch.tv slash we are 8-bit, but uh, it automatically gets hosted on my Spawny 13 one anyway. Cool. Um, yeah. All right. I bought Stream Deck and realized I don't know what it's for. <laughs> you bought one? I've got one. I'm looking I've at got, it. I mean, I've got one and I use it for streaming, but I don't know what you're using it for. Um, <laughs> and I also meant to do a show, and I haven't written it down. I think we got a new review on iTunes, so thank you <gasps> profusely what? to the... I, I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure we did. Uh, oh, we should new, be reading it out. Unless it was one of us, but I, I think, yeah, no. I, I will read it out next episode. I'll go back and have a look, or I've just made that up. Um, you'll find previous episodes of the show on iTunes and we're also on Stitcher, Google Play, Pocket Cast I need to get us on TuneIn that seems to be another one that's popular now um, thanks very much for listening and thank you again guys as always uh, thank you cheers, cheers. Oh, uh, and I, Simon is now is now too late to talk about the other podcasts <laughs> oh actually there's, there's two other podcasts we should talk about isn't there <laughs> yeah ben, uh, do you want to Plug your other podcasts while we're here. Yeah, yeah, I'll quickly plug it. Um, Super Hype Train uh, is a podcast I've been a part of. It's a weekly show. Um, it's broadcast live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Wilco's Chill Zone. Those other Twitch addresses are auto-hosting it as well. Uh, so it will be live. We go live 9 p.m. Monday, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um you can check that one out. Uh, Wilco, who you may know, was a guest on our podcast earlier in the year. He's awesome. Uh, he's an awesome dude. He is. And, yeah, uh, tomorrow night we're doing a Destiny episode. So Super Hype Train, we take a game or a couple of games each week that's uh, an upcoming release, and we talk about that game and try and get yourselves hyped. If we're not already hyped, we try and hype ourselves up as well. So I'm going to good I'm time. So, it's a good fun time. I'm going to contaminate your chat room like you wouldn't believe tomorrow. Excellent. Ah, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> and uh, Simon, pimp away, please. No, on the podcast, I mean, not more broadly. On the new podcast, or are we not talking about it? Is it a, a big Get mystery unveil next it. month? Uh, I, I, I can't. What? What? What are we talking about? Well, look up the running oh. sheet, you moron. It was number three on the list, but I, I skipped <laughs> over it. She's purdy. It says, is it? that's the last item we have here. 
Uh, Steam, no, that's not. Anthem. Anthem, there's yeah, going to be a podcast. There you go. That summarizes yeah, it beautifully. And it's going to be a huge success well, based I, on I, that I sales pitch. Oh, okay, all right. Well, it's a new... Don't you have a name? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Shut up, Spawning. <laughs> it's a new world. A time of adventurers and... Yeah, no, this time's not really working, is it? Okay, let's just switch over to... <laughs> it's a new day. It's a new world. A time of adventurers. Welcome, freelancers. We're proud to announce your one and your only source for news, views, and I need to expand this window because it's cut <laughs> off. Text. Uh, this is good. Well, we're proud to announce your podcast gold. <laughs> Your source for news, views, and complete claptrap on Bioware's upcoming anthem. The Anthemic Podcast, that's what we're calling it for the time being, is coming to your favorite podcast service soon, where you'll hear everything we've scraped off the grapevine about this exciting new game. If it's happening in the Anthem community, you'll hear about it here first, possibly second, or uh, you'll hear about it eventually. So, David, what have you got to say about this? I'm a bit excited, and I think for our Flashpoint listeners, they've just got a sneak preview of episode zero as far as our little intro <laughs> episode, which might be slightly more polished when we do it. It's a freaking oh sham. <laughs> Thank you. That, that was outstanding. So, keep your eye out. Uh... <laughs> You're doing this with Wilco as well, aren't you? Yeah, so, so to, give, uh, yeah. To, give, to give the boring summary, it's Simon. <laughs> yeah, to give the, yeah. give the boring summary, it's, it's Simon hosting uh, Wilco and myself, um, the, the three of us talking about Anthem and only Anthem pretty much. Um, we, there'll obviously be a few episodes between now and, and game launch, but not a massive amount, and then we'll hit the ground running once it launches. Is that a fair summary, Simon? Yeah. Basically, we want to create, start building on the... the uh, uh, yes, the music again. This is the York <laughs> Orchestra. There's a kazoo orchestra in Yorkshire. That's what you're listening to right <laughs> So, anyway, uh, we're looking to build a positive community. You're not helping, Ben. You're really not helping. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> but we're looking to build a positive community around Anthem. Moving into 2018 until we can report on the first delay of the game till 2019, probably. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So join us. Join us now. Oh, that's gold. I swear if it's delayed to 2019, that's going to be a long lead up. Oh, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> All right, we've got, to, we've got to leave it there. But, I mean, I'm, damn, I'm honestly damn excited about Anthem. I can't stop watching that damn gameplay uh... trailer. I'm super excited for that game, but I'm not ready to jump into a podcast. But kudos to you, boys. Um, FYI, there is already an audio fanfic sort of drama, radio drama thing going for Anthem cool. that you might want to go check out. Nice. All right. Give us the address. You can't just I don't us. know what the address is. I've just seen it linked a couple of times, so I'll have to go find it. You, you are the worst. Do you know that? Mm. Well, there's this thing called Google. You can, you can use it too. Don't still... you just have to say, okay, Google? Oh, don't do that. <laughs> All right, we go. we're seriously going. It's listening. It's listening to everything you're saying. <laughs> it's listening. 
All right, boys and everyone, have a great week. And remember, you don't stop playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing. Good night, Google. Good night, everyone else. Don't say anything. to speak does not make one intelligent.